Like even think about a snow globe. The snow globe in its stagnant stage has snow on the bottom, nothing exciting happening. In order for the snow to fall or the glitter to fall, it has to be shaken up and then set back down and then the snow can fall. So if you can't handle the shakeup, you're not going to get to enjoy the snowfall. What is up, my fellow dreamers and soul searchers? Welcome to the Roxy Talks Manifestation Podcast, your raw, unfiltered, and unapologetic source for all things manifestation related. I'm Roxy Lee, and for the last decade, I have been researching and developing my signature 360 method, which combines behavioral science, quantum physics, and the law of attraction to help you manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Visit RoxyTalks.com for more info. Now, let's get into it. Is it normal to feel like anxious slash scared as all of the changes start happening with mindset shifts, old wounds presenting themselves to heal too? Yes. I'm so glad you asked this because this is literally what I was just talking about when I was talking about um, really being there for yourself and staying aware of all the little things that come up. And this is exactly what I mean. Okay. So, so once, so let's talk, let's talk about like the manifestational journey. You get fed up with your 3D reality enough to decide you want something different. You decide what that thing is. You start shifting the way you think, react, act, believe, behave, whatever. And because of that, just any shakeup up here is going to cause a shakeup in the 3D reality. It has to because your thoughts create your 3D world. So any sort of change in your, your, um, like, patterned or conditioned thinking is going to create a shakeup in your 3D reality because your thoughts create your reality. So when that stuff starts happening, it's very important that you are, uh, the word I want to use is not detached, but um, observant. And uh, what's the other one? There's no one. What's the other word? What's, come on. Detached, observant. And basically you want to be like, I I can't put my finger on the word I'm trying to think of, but you want to like, you want to be not taking it personally. You want to be able to look at the shakeup and, and just realize it's part of the game. It's part of the deal. Like, like even think about a snow globe. You want to make a snow, without the snow globe in its stagnant stage has snow on the bottom, nothing exciting happening. In order for the snow to fall or the glitter to fall, it has to be shaken up and then set back down, right? And then the snow can fall. So if you can't handle the shakeup, you're not going to get to enjoy the snowfall. Does that make sense? So, um, (laughs) so my dad, my dad's a musician and I just heard one of his lyrics in my head. That's why I was laughing. Um, batten down the hatches is what I say. Like the storm is coming. 
fucking deal with it. What happens when the storm comes? Close the windows, get inside, like lock the shutters, you know, like protect yourself. If you're on a ship, get the fuck inside, hold, hold tight, right? Like you don't just go out into the storm and just die because there's a storm, you know, like you'd fucking hunker down for a little bit and then this motherfucker passes and then you go on about your life. So you're in the middle of a storm, act like it. Don't go like, (laughs) I've never seen Twister, but like, I'm just imagining like people like, ah, like running around outside of the, like ah, getting like scared and like caught up in it. Or are you down in the basement? Like, I know that I think that her, I I know that there's something weird about that. That's her, 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 whatever. Spoiler alert, whatever, you know, but my point is like, are you, when there's like, think about if there's a crisis, are you the person that's like running around screaming? Or are you fucking doing something about it? Like, are you protecting or hiding or, you know what I mean? Like, that's what's going on. So right now, shit's being shaken up. Hold on. Hold on tight. Hold tight to your story. Don't let the shakeups get you. Don't let them trick you. Brace yourself. Yes, thank you. Like, just hold the fuck on. I don't know how else to say. Like, you know, um. Uh, and then you really, this is what's really important. This is what I've really noticed. I have to coach myself a lot, like through the moments. Why am I thinking like this? Why am I reacting like this? Oh, I've been thinking like this for a while. Oh, it's been like this for a while. Oh, I see. That's like this now. Oh, I get that. That reminds me of this. I'm very much paying attention, very much paying attention to what's going on in my mind and what I'm doing and why? Like, am I doing this because it's what I've always believed? Am I doing this because it's going to lead me to my ideal reality? Am I doing this because it's what I've always done? Did I already say that one? Am I doing it because I didn't even realize I've been doing it? Um, and that always, it takes awareness and discipline. You have to notice that you're doing it and you really want to stay, stay, um, active in the, the countering and like the, 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 like the bouncing off of the old self and landing into new self. I don't know. I'm just trying to verbalize a weird analogy I just saw in my head. How far into the future plan do you go at first in regard to affirmations? Would you suggest to start off small as things progress? you progress with your scripting? Um, I would say, I feel like it's, it's like all, like, I think, um, like you would, my person, I don't know what I would say. I would say both, like all the above, you would want long-term ones and you want short-term ones because sometimes the long-term ones are believable and sometimes they're not so believable. And so then you'll have something short-term that's easier to like latch onto. Kristen says, literally just said, I need to work on scripting tonight and how I had so much progress when I did your scripting method. That's awesome. I still, I do that every night. I still script every single night because it's just like things seem to move so fast when you do it. Um, and I also like to, I call it bookending my day, but I like to start my day with meditation and then end my day with scripting so that I know that like, you know, um, though the end and the beginning of my day are covered, I'm covered as I fall to fall to sleep, fall asleep. And then when I wake up, um, I'm launching affirmations and then uh, meditating as soon as I can. So it's, um, just really prepping my mind. And then, then the job is to keep myself focused throughout the day on my new story and making sure that like, I really have to stay prepped. Like, okay. So let me share some stuff with you guys. 
I, as you know, I'm going through 360 right now. So I'm coaching a group program with my signature method that I've been using for three years now. And I talk about it obviously on uh, YouTube. I've made videos about it. I, I coach my clients on it, but this is the first time I've taken people as a group through the whole thing and been there with them the whole time. Right. So I'm not only am I learning a lot, but I made the decision. I was like, okay, I can't let my students smoke me on this. Right. So I was like, I'm going to do it with them because I, I need to be, I need to keep up with them. So I've been having, obviously if you can tell I'm switching up a lot of things, um, going on in my business because I'm, I'm aligning to who I want to be as an entrepreneur, who, who I want to be as a coach, who I want to be as a person, what do I want, what do I want for myself? So as I'm like recommitting myself back into 360, because it's like it's almost like if you were like, let's say like I've been vegan for like four years, but I wanted to do like a uh I wanted to be like really healthy. And so I went on like a a raw food diet or something like that. It's like I'm I've always been doing 360, but now I'm going like hyper focused, like I'm on it. On, 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 on it because again, I can't, I can't let my students show me up. So I got to be right there with them. So because I've been very much in the aware, the hyper awareness, which if you ask anybody in the chat, like I said, there's a bunch of in the people in the chat that are in it. The, it's the awareness is so important because you have to like, you watch yourself acting out these, these like motions or, or thinking in patterns or making these assumptions or these like little micro beliefs and you're able to like stop yourself at the very like nuanced beginning and really examine why you're thinking that why why did you react that way what does it mean in regards to your story and who you're still being and like it being super present and aware with myself has been very very helpful and effective and also I say it a lot but rededicating myself to my story. What do I mean by that? That sounds like buzzwords. What I mean by that is like, I can, I have eyes. I see what my fucking world is. It's much, much easier to believe the 3D world than this fantasy that's going on in my head. I fucking get that. I understand that manifesting is hard and it's not real. And I have to lie to myself. Like I, I obviously I know that, right? Like I'm sitting here teaching it. Like I get that part, but I'm also human and it, I know that it really, it, it, you do forget. I'll be sitting here talking about it and something shiny and I'm back to fucking reality world. And if I don't remember who I am, I'm going to be in reality world indefinitely. So when I say recommitting myself or rededicating myself to my new story, that's me being like, oh yeah, bitch, I'm fucking blah, 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 blah. And like getting that new story back in and like kind of like amping myself back, hyping myself back up, coaching myself into who I'm supposed to be right now because I'm changing my world. I'm not, I'm done with this one. If I keep looking at this one and thinking this is it, I'm not going anywhere. So if I'm done with this and I'm ready for the next section of my reality, there's no space in my day that is safe because I'm always manifesting. So I need to be paying attention to how I'm thinking, reacting, feeling, fearing, worrying, doubting, being excited about or whatever. It's constant. So you really have to be paying attention. And then it's like, like, okay, Jelly Cat, you just said I'm done with this timeline. You're done with it right now. Are you going to be done with it in 20 minutes? Are you going to be done with it tomorrow? Are you going to be done when you're triggered in three days? Because 
You need to be done and make that distinction all the time, all the time, all the time. Hey friends, Roxy here with some amazing news. 360 Method is officially back. Your total transformation, top to bottom, inside and out, is here for a limited time only. Our eight-week transformational program begins September 26th, and you have time to sign up now. Head to 360method.co or simply click the link in the description right here on the podcast and sign up now for my signature manifestation process, the 360 Method. This is everything I teach my clients, everything I share here on the podcast, and what I use to manifest everything I want in my life. Join us for our next program and meet amazing like-minded people just like yourself who will support you and guide you through your journey while you're growing in ways you never thought possible. This is just a fraction of what it's like in the 360 method. I cannot wait to see you there. It's easy for you to embrace your change and elevation, or did you struggle with your newfound greatness? I've been wobbling on this. Oh, you're so sweet. Um, okay, how about like when I've decided it's time to elevate, it's never been hard once I get there, right? Like once you're at the elevated perspective, you're just like, ugh, I can't believe I thought so low of myself. You know, like you're just like, ugh, ugh, that's right. You know, you don't want to be a part of that anymore. So like leading up until that moment, you know, I would say that I go through doubts just like everybody else. I go through like, can I, should I, will I, do I get to, do I deserve, you know, all that stuff just like anybody else. But I don't like sit there and ponder those things. Like it matters. If I see myself thinking that I'm like, oh shit, there it is. Gotcha. Little bitch. You know, it's like, it's a game to me. So I would never like take my worthiness <laughs> and take it literally. I would never just sit there and take my unworthiness. Like the second I realize I'm doing it is a is an empowering moment because I just realize, ah ha, there's when I do it. That's one thing I do right there. That's something I've been saying. So so I will say, like for me as a person, you know, I didn't grow up with like a lot of money, so. And I, you know, my dad was a musician. I was around art and like intuitive thinking and fucking make it on your own, do it yourself kind of energy. So I really just feel like I, I grew up with this idea that like, I'm going to figure it out. I'll figure it out myself. Like, you just, you watch, like I will move in silence and, and all of a sudden you're just going to see me over there fucking having the thing or doing it or whatever, because I don't know. I just feel like if I want something cool, now it's mine. I'm going to have it period. I will figure it the fuck out. So that I think is something you can't teach. And I've noticed that as a coach, it's not something you can necessarily, well, no, no, sorry. It's not something, I don't mean that you can't teach it. I think it's something that if you don't have it, you have to teach yourself. That's what I'm trying to say. Right? Like um, I just naturally, I'm like a scrappy, like I'm a do it yourself kind of person. When I was younger, I didn't have all the money to do the things that like other kids did. So I would do it myself, figure out how to highlight my own hair and like do my own acrylic nails and how to do makeup. And like, you know, like I would try to recreate fashion looks out of like my target clothes, you know, like, like try to pair up the low quality or lower cost 
things that I had in the way that they did it in the magazine so that I would look. I thought I looked like it, right? Like I thought I was looking like just like they did out of the magazines. Um, or like anytime I saw someone with something that I wanted, I would just recreate it myself. And that's kind of like how I became kind of like a Renaissance woman or a jack of all trades is because if I saw something I liked, I just taught myself how to do it. I could watch someone do something once and I'm good to go. Like getting my hair done, getting my nails done, getting anything done. I just like, I'm just watching you do it and we're good to go. Like I just need to see it one time. I'll do trial and error a couple of times and then I'm ready. So I don't know if if that, because I'm able to do that, it makes it easier for me to like make radical changes in my life and just fucking dedicate myself to them until they happen. Um, It's almost like to me, there's no other option. So, and I don't know if that's because of how I grew up. I don't know if it's because I didn't have resource, like all the resources that everyone else had as a kid, you know? So if you did have resources or you weren't challenged or you weren't supported or you weren't taught that you could do stuff, you have to teach yourself that. Weight loss affirmations. I'm 149 right now, trying to get to 130, and I do good with fasting. Look at myself and give up. Okay, so the looking at yourself and giving up is the problem. You need to tr- your condition to look at yourself and think it's a pr- it's not good enough. So you're never going to manifest. You're not going to get the weight that you want to be by telling yourself it's not working. So say it's working. Say you're 130 now. And like another thing that worked for me, um, because I'm affirming I'm affirming weight loss right now, and not I don't. I choose not to exercise. I'll ride my bike and I go on walks, but that's it. Um, I'm affirming the ideal weight that I want to weigh. And I had a thing where like I wasn't seeing movement on the scale. So instead of going to that number all the way down that I went, I decided to go down to the next 10. I saw like the scale go down to the next like second digit, right? So what I would say for you is um, if you're 140 now, view it going down to 139. Like view yourself getting into the 130s. And visualize that when you step on the scale, that's what it said. Don't affirm what it really says. Like, or, or, or like, um, like what I've been doing is I've been affirming like a couple pounds down. Like I'll tell my husband when I tell my husband how much it says, I usually affirm a couple pounds down or like, you know how your scale like goes, it's like fluctuates, whatever the lowest one is, that's the one I pick. And I don't care. I don't care what it, meh, 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 meh. when I step on it and it hits that low one, uh-huh, that's what I weigh, bitch. I saw that number. So like you can kind of control it the way you want to control it. But it's like just because like right now I'm I'm baby stepping it for me because I noticed that that worked because I had been affirming the big number for a while and I didn't see any change. I started affirming the baby steps and I saw a change. So now I'm just going baby stepping it with what I'm doing. So I'm I'm actually even going pound by pound. And it's not a problem for me because I am a kind of a control I like to be in control, so I weigh myself every day. So if you're going to weigh yourself every day, you need to control what that number says up here. Um, Because if you just agree that you weigh the current weight, you're not really using manifestation to move the needle at all. So um, you can say you weigh 130, or you can be like, oh, I just hit 139. And then like visualize the scale going from 140 to 139, seeing that happen and being really excited. Um, And then the most important part is that the looking at yourself and giving up never again. You look at yourself, damn, I look good. Ooh, I look like 130 today. Do I look like 129? Cause oh shit, do I weigh 129? I'm sorry. Did I just, oh my God. Like, you know what I mean? You really just, you have to change the way you look at yourself, the way you talk about yourself in order to use the manifestation in, in this way. You know, if you're just using 3d reality, then cool. Say whatever the fuck you want to say about yourself. But 
um, you know, if you want to make change without doing as much, you know, heavy lifting, start with the words. Hey friend, did you know about my new monthly subscription synergy? This is your all-access pass to everything Roxy Talks. The answer to every manifestation question you might have is in Synergy. We're talking every course that I've ever recorded, every program, including 360 and our upcoming eight-week transformation we're doing on September 26th. This also includes every monthly master training, like the one called Move the Fuck On, hosted at the end of September. You get everything when you're a part of Synergy. It's the most no-brainer way to be a part of my world. You simply get it all. All courses, all programs, all meditations, all affirmations, a content library, and a private group of peers just like you who are committed to long-term success. Because that's what Synergy is all about. It's long-term commitment for long-term success. This isn't some one-and-done manifestation you're just trying to pop off and move on. You understand that manifesting happens every single moment for the rest of your life, and therefore, you're never done. The work never stops. And if this resonates with you, then you are who I am looking for to join me in my monthly subscription membership, Synergy. Head to roxytalks.com backslash programs or click the link in the description here on the podcast to join this amazing opportunity. And when you do join, I guarantee I'll see you soon because we have so many events and so many exciting things. There's no chance to escape getting a little FaceTime with me. So if you are ready for something long-term, you're not going anywhere and you want it all, Synergy is the answer for you. Every course, every program, every time. This is your homework. First off, get clear on what your ideal version is. Like as of right now, who is that person? What do they do? How do people consider them? What are they, what are their belief systems? How do they feel about themselves and the world? What have they healed and gone through? What has um, worked out for them? Like, what have you been able to transcend basically as this version? Get really clear on your ideal version as of right now, because another thing is like we're always manifesting, and a lot of us are not keeping up with the manifestation. So, your story always deserves a rewrite. So, right now, rewrite your story. Who is the ideal? based on who you are today and who you want to become. And then I want you to go into meditation, step into that role as that version, be them, feel the feelings of them, embody that that version, take on that power of having felt healing and releasing of traumatic um, emotions that have been built up, and then greet your inner child and um, embrace the wholeness. And it doesn't have to be inner child, but like whatever it is where you're talking about wholeness, where's the pain? It could be the inner child. It could be a wound. I just want you to start. I want you to approach the wound or the wounded piece of you, but not as this you, as your ideal you. Okay. Does that make sense? So I want you to energetically step into your ideal version and the, and imagine them being healed of these things that you're talking about, right? Like if you've got like, let's say we have a a wound about being abandoned, then like, let's put our ideal self as someone who's like fully secure in their relationships, has a bunch of people around them that they're certain aren't going anywhere, um, can count on everyone, 
have these deep lasting connections that we feed in on each other. I give to you and you give to me. Neither of us are going anywhere. We'll always be here for each other. Feeding into that kind of energy that your ideal self would have and then taking that in and applying the love or the the salve or whatever, the healing the wound or the wounded from the perspective of your ideal slash healed self. Does that make sense? 